to another Blindcast episode. I have Andrew and Chris with me today. Um, if you've been listening, uh, I was down in Omaha and I got an opportunity to interview a couple buddies down there, Brendan and Daniel, so I hope you enjoyed that. Today we are going to talk about this last weekend's duck hunt, but before that I'm going to let Chris and Andrew kind of talk about what they did two weekends ago. Uh, Chris, your dad came over and joined you for a duck slash pheasant hunt. Mm-hmm. How'd that weekend go? We had an awesome time. It was a success. Yeah, we went to our main hang. Yep. And went out. You say main hang? Yeah. Okay. Where we usually our main go. Spot. Our main spot. Like our main hang, our, our good spot. Mm-hmm. Brought him, brought the dogs in. We set up in uh, layout blinds, threw the decoys out. I mean, we covered that place of decoys. Yep. Probably too many decoys. It was a pack out. But a uh, it, it looked really good. It, it was like, looked like front of a duck hunter magazine kind of thing. <laughs> yeah we had like five different species of ducks like for decoys yep. it looked good it looked good the dogs were ready we were ready well we got in there and we were ready within what was it 30 minutes to shooting light we were ready 30 40 minutes 30, 40 minutes to yeah. shooting light. we were in the layout blinds well you guys were and i was on the ground with a tarp over me or like a yeah, canvas you, yeah it was it was nice so yeah so we were fact, sitting there 40 minutes so the ducks are coming in Poop, 20 poop, minutes poop. before shooting light. They're just coming in. They're pooping right yeah, in. Lots they're of grenading ducks. right in, in like there. Like big ducks. And uh, <laughs> Chris's dad, he's like, he's like, oh, let's shoot. Let's shoot him. And I was like, no, no, it's not legal like, yet. Like, dad, no. you got to wait. That's that old school mentality. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, five minutes. Oh, you're fine. I'm like, dad, he's no, like, dad. He you goes, you got to no, wait. Let's shoot him. So then he like just like pops up. And like we're like, well, there was there was I don't know there was like thirty ducks in front of us, and they all flop, they blew up, and my dad jumped up. I'm like, Dad, don't shoot! And Andrew jumped up because my dad jumped up. I'm like, no, no, I just like jumped up. And was well, like, I know. Well, it's not time yet. It's not time. And and Chris I'm says, like, Dad, what are you doing? Like you just ruined it. No, <laughs> no. He goes, they're they all even. And the best thing, Chris is like, not all of them. So <laughs> I'm like, it's not worth it just for one duck just to lose your license. So we get a big. Fine. Yeah, so we closed back up. Covered back up, and more ducks came back in. Yes. And uh, the morning started off with uh, with Ray toasting. Two off the water. Two off the water. <laughs> and that started it. And that started it, and it came in. I mean, well, I think what happened, all those ducks that were in front of us, they jumped, and they landed behind us. Yeah. Because on that, we were on a little peninsula. They landed oh, behind yeah. us. My dad shot, and it was just like, like a wave of them came over top of us. We shot 10, 12 ducks in the first 10 minutes yeah. of the morning. Like, as fast as you could reload your shotgun, you were like, shoot. And we had some great shots. Yeah. And we, then we kind of covered up and like kind of waited a little longer. And yeah. More ducks came in. Yeah. When it slowed down, yeah. we got the dogs to go retrieve. Yeah. Mason had some great retrieves. Mm-hmm. Penny, I was able to get her out, do some retrieves. I casted her on mm-hmm. two ducks, which I felt really awesome mm-hmm. about. She went and retrieved. I said, go get it on a couple. And she brought them back. Mason had a retrieve that was really good. We had a we had a crippled duck mm-hmm. in a pond, and Chris sent her out, and it wasn't you know it wasn't dead it was yet. Still swimming. So it, it dove. She circled, 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 and it came back up, and she just shoot on it and got it and brought it back. It's yep. pretty cool. She's had some great retrieves this year. It's getting better. She's had some good ones. Mm-hmm. One of the most impressive retrieves that she's been recently doing is she's been retrieving the decoys for you. No, that was that, that was Penny. Penny. Oh, well, that, that was, was Mason. Talking Mason. About. Yeah. yeah, that was Penny. Penny this weekend. I got her to. She just kind of like went for a decoy, and I said no, and then she went for the duck, and then like we were kind of talking about the decoys, like how some people can have their dog do it. I said, I wonder. She went and got like six decoys for us. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. I just hope we didn't ruin her. She's gonna get decoys. Um, that kind of brings us into this weekend. So when you're hunting out of a boat like we were, and well, we're kind of going before to Before we start this, I want to talk about that, the place where we were hunting, the amount, like the variety of the type of birds. We shot mm-hmm. widgeons, teals, gadwalls, mallard. mallard, what else? We shot a some type of a some type, scop. A, scoot, a scooter, scotter? Oh, a scooter. A, a scooter. scotter. A scotter. And, and, and um, I think you guys just making that one. One no, other kind. Look at the regulations. <laughs> no, it was like had like a brown head. And I was yeah. like, is that a redhead? And no. 
Because I'm colorblind. They were like, nah, not a redhead. It's a brown. So we had to look it up. But it, it's fun to go there because mm-hmm. you never just get mallards or yep. one type of duck. You get like this giant mixed bag of you know all kinds of different ducks, which is cool. And this is a walking area. Yep. Yeah. We're going to walk in. It's not the maybe, easiest Maybe time. a mile. Yeah. It's actually pretty good because, you, it, like I said, you have to walk in a little ways. Mm-hmm. There's a lot easier access at that place that you don't yeah. have to go as far. Mm-hmm. But yeah. we've just had pretty good luck at this yeah. one. Yeah. It, you know, and and there's, there's, yeah. There's never that much competition, which is a great segue for this next. Yes. Yeah. That's the next true. hunt that we went to. We went a little further west of yep. Spokane. Um, and where the, the main flyway tends to be in Washington. Just thinking that we'd have uh, higher numbers, more opportunities at ducks. and Different take, type of hunting. Take, different type of hunting. Take the boats out. So there was we, took, we took two flat-bottom boats that yep. were you know dressed out with blinds. Mm-hmm. And um, I was going to use Penny to segue into the blind hunt, mm. where you don't really need a dog to get the decoys, but it's nice when you're walking in. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we... we Decided to put this duck camp weekend together yeah. uh, a couple weeks ago. So we all left after work, 4 o'clock, um, went down and set up camp. Now, we got there after dark, uh-huh. and the weather had changed, which would kind of push us over there. We figured yep. the weather's going to be changing on it. It's going to get colder. It's going to be pushing ducks down. This is where about 60% or more of the mallards migrate through this area. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so we're going, okay, it's going to be money. And we did, we knew there was going to be quite a bit of hunting pressure, but I don't think we were quite ready mm-hmm. for the, how many people were going to be there and at what time that they were going to get going and the competition we were going to have with our our, our um, setups. Yeah. The spots. And... <clears throat> yeah, so our game plan, we didn't really have much of a game plan. We used Onyx Maps. Yep. To pick our spots out for that morning yeah, hunt. Yeah, no scouting, just just, 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 just maps. Map scouting. Um, never had launched at this launch before, and you launch in a, it's a river, but it's more like a slough, and you have to navigate in the dark to get to your spot, it's just and you have channel. to make sure that you don't, yeah. you know, uh, run into a sandbar. Yeah. So you're you're navigating with spotlights and basically onyx maps mm-hmm. to get to your spot. Um. So our game plan for the first morning was go to the spot we picked on the map. We separated. Mm-hmm. You hunted yep. the. I hunted the. You western, hunted the west side. West side of the channel. Of the channel, and we hunted the east side of the channel. And we then weren't after that far the morning away. Hunt, we were. I our we decided after morning hunt we'd do some scouting and try to find the ducks. <laughs> but kind of backing up to setting up camp, we get mm-hmm. there. We're tanning it. Mm-hmm. The temperature is gonna <clears throat> drop into the teens. Yep. Teams. And I brought a nice sleeping bag that was like twenty five below, and I, I didn't grab the right bag. Andrew, because the wrong <laughs> fifteen degree bag, man. It was I was uh, I was dressed in you know my warm like underneath clothes, and I was shoving Penny inside my sleeping bag just to keep me warm. <laughs> but she still whined all oh, night. So the story, Andrew was like. Penny was shaking, so I I put her in my sleeping bag. <laughs> yeah. The real story is Andrew's freezing his butt off and didn't want to admit yep. it. She yep. squirmed for a little while, but then she's like, "This, oh, this, this, this is okay. This is not. <laughs> this yeah. is warm." And we, but uh, you guys were just using a normal summertime tent mesh on top, and yeah. I had a four season tent, which is a little bit warmer. I think when it's seventeen degrees out, it's cold. I mean, tent. I wanted you guys to come into my tent to just to the body warm up the place. Your tent smells. We know you're kind of a cuddler, so yeah. yeah. My tent is is a uh, yellow. In green tent, and it smelled like cheese. Yeah, yeah. you didn't air it out. No, which reminds me, I gotta take mine out of the bag. Yeah, so me too. It and it, that cracked me up. It smelled like cheese, and then I would, you know, football games, and they're like, you know, cheese heads, Green Bay, and I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> it's very cheesy. Not so bad anymore. Maybe like old socks. One of the other smells. It wasn't the best smell. No, it, was it aired out. I didn't yeah. smell that good by the end of the weekend either. No. <laughs> So this duck camp was a lot of fun because we we get there to a new area we'd never been before. And where we camped at, there was no one else there. Um, we, we set our tents up, and then we we were cooking elk burgers. Mm-hmm. And then after the elk burgers, 
you cooked a bunch of breakfast burritos, breakfast burritos for the morning. Yep. We, a lot. We're, 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 like, super stoked for the next day. and we. But don't, that was, like, at 12 at night. We didn't get to bed till like, midnight. <laughs> and we were right. getting up at 4, which you should have been getting up at 3. Yeah. We get up at 4 o'clock, and we can already hear boats hitting the water. Yeah, there's boats launching and running off at 4 yeah, o'clock. Yeah, the race was on. Yeah. yeah, there is. Alex usually pushes kind of hard. And same with Chris for that stuff. He's like, let's go. And I was still... <laughs> putting on my waiters. Yeah. yeah, so we're like, we get an Andrew moving, and <laughs> we drive the trucks down to the boat launch, and you had scouted the boat launch the night before. Yeah. I never yeah. looked at it. It was just sand. Yeah, it was, well, I didn't actually see the boat launch. I just saw there was like five campers by the boat launch, and that was There was sand, and we assumed there was, there were some empty boat trailers, so we assumed yeah. that it was yep. a launchable yeah. access point. It's yep. gravel past the sand. Yeah, but yeah. You, you had to get your truck way. Yeah, I had drive. water up to yeah. my uh, driver's door. Your muffler is on oh, really? water for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was. Out yeah, you told me to stop when I backed up the truck. Well, I, I, oh, yeah. I when I'm driving up my trailer, I gauge on the fenders. Yeah, if mm-hmm. the fenders are just under the water, you're deep enough to get the boat on. Mm-hmm. On my trailer, that's not with all trailers. Most trailers, it's about mm-hmm. that. So, and we didn't have to go back into there. You were way up there. I mean, you, you when you backed up that last day, we taken out. You were in the water a long way, so I was kind of like, uh. Yeah, like I opened my <laughs> door. Like, start floating. <laughs> yeah, there's like a few inches to the door when I opened the door. It's like, yep. You opened the door, huh? Well, yeah, I helped, I'd hook it up. The oh, water wasn't you, over my. You had you had to load up alone. No, my brother was with me, oh, but right. I don't think he knew how to do it. So I was like. Was right yeah, there. Chris just takes care of it. It's too fast. Yeah. Well, so okay. we're kind of getting sidetracked, but okay, we're, we're to the point where we're up. Mm-hmm. We're hitting the water. You launch first. Yep, my dad you got and my brother. Two people there. with you, so three guys. Yep. A fifteen horse motor on a fourteen foot boat, and he's you. You and scooted right out of there. You're like navigation wise, you had it down compared to us. Oh yeah. We we got out into the open, and we were able to get on plane, and we actually passed you. Yeah. And Andrew was shining the spotlight I flipped you off. on their boat. I flipped you <laughs> so off. Chris, get, it's dark. You can't see if any light yeah. hits you, hits the driver. Yeah. You can't see. I just anything. gave you guys the finger as you went by. Yeah. <laughs> so see a thing. Um, we separate, we see Chris take off, go to the right, and we could hear other boats, or see other boats in there. Yeah. Yeah. They kind of give you a little kind of like, they're, oh, yeah, they, 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 they show you. Yeah. Like we did the same thing. thing. Yeah. You definitely know if there's a yep. people there, they take a headlamp and they wave it or they yep. hit you with a spotlight or something. Um, so everyone's kind of jockeying for position, trying to mm-hmm. get, not, I guess not jockeying for position, but you're trying to find a spot where there's the least amount of hunters yep. and where the ducks are. Um, so, you talk about the game plan, how to get there. What was your setup the first morning, Chris, with your dad and brother? So again, I just went on Onyx Maps from the, like the biggest, like the opening and within side all the potholes. It's kind of I think we pinned the same spot actually. Yeah, because where we're at, there's a bunch of little ponds, a bunch of ponds and, everywhere. Little and you can kind of navigate through them if the yeah. water's high enough or something. Yeah. You can get back in there, and that's mm-hmm. what you're looking for. It's kind of <clears> trying <throat> to find an isolated pocket that yeah. maybe no other boats know about or can mm-hmm. navigate to. And you can't walk to, because a lot of people can walk in. Yeah, it's a very it's a very well known walk in yeah. spot. But we were set up in the we were in I think these cattails. They were pretty tall, and we uh, had the wind at our back. And we just kind of made a simple J, and we had a little body of water beside us, and we filled out with ducks because we want the ducks to land in there. And we only we only shot I think two ducks I think all day. Mm. Wasn't the greatest. Did you have a lot of ducks flying over? There was a lot of ducks flying. Lots, lots of the ducks high, and lots of ducks that we couldn't call to because they, they probably been called to a lot, and they just didn't. The people next to us were calling all morning, like thirty minutes of shooting light. We were sitting there. Um, I heard those people calling. I'm like, oh, those are ducks. And then I kept on going and going and going. I'm like, oh, those are people. That was something I was not impressed with. Yeah. People just like calling for no I reason. I mean, these people were good callers. They're way better than me. But I mean, there was this thirty minutes of shooting light. I was like, I don't know what these people are doing. Maybe they shouldn't want to take a chance at someone else. I don't know. That was the other thing. Speaking of 30 minutes of shooting light, we stick to the letter like, okay, shooting light's at 6.30. Ting! Oh, boom, boom, oh, boom, yeah. we're shooting. There, it was like oh, 10 till the oh, shooting yeah. light. It's like after the fifth shot, we're like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, there was... There was Maybe a... our clocks are slow. Yeah, so we looked at the right time. So see, there was ducks in our spread like 15 minutes before shooting light. We're like, oh, let's wait. And then about five minutes later, it's like, boom, boom, boom. We're like, oh. It's probably shit. a bunch of big game hunters thinking it's a half hour before. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, I've been there. Like, <laughs> you just got to set your watch the right time. It's like, oh, my watch said five minutes. I was ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I just knew that. 
So you got set up. You ha- you got a couple ducks, and what? then yeah. did you do? You did some scouting upriver. Yeah. You, you went, so we went we went downriver to start, yeah. and then you went upriver and yeah. actually talked to some people that were successful. Yeah. On they're on the channel, and they they shot ten ducks, and so that was the best we've we've heard all day actually. We went past them, and the channel kind of branches off to like a side little current. We went in there, and we jumped a lot of ducks. And we decided that we were gonna maybe set up there the next day. And then we kind of boat all the way back. Mm-hmm. And that, and we talked to the guy at the boat watch, and he said we were the fourth person he talked to that said they only had one or two ducks. Like a lot of people he talked to were they were maybe we were in the right spot or they we were a lot of shooting. There was a lot of shooting. First lie, it's it's a war zone down where we were at. Yeah, I've been there twice, and it's the exact same thing. Just a big war zone. But yeah. and we were kind of talking about how many ducks do we think fall for yeah. every. A group of shots yeah you get like three four guys together and maybe oh, yeah. one duck comes in and you yep. get six shots two guys can blast off six shots pretty oh quick. yeah you gotta take advantage of any opportunity so i think everyone's just just trying to shoot that one duck yeah so it's not like hey you take this one it no, sounded it's like, like it's like oh my gosh how these ducks even survive out here yeah but who knows how many people were actually hitting or yeah being effective um i wasn't that effective <laughs> yeah <laughs> but with the percentage of ducks that came into our blind we've we were all right. We killed most of the ducks yeah. that came in. Um, yeah, sure. Andrew and... So and how I, was your guys' um, morning? Well, yeah, so we you're, found you're, a you're spot. You're going to start at, at the boat launch. At the launch? What happened oh, the launch? yeah, your oh, motor you wouldn't start. Oh, yeah. I said, we got to start. One. Thought I had the motor or the batteries charged up. Yeah. My boat has a plug-in to where you can plug it right in the wall, and it should charge the batteries up. And I had plugged it all week. And we get down there. I didn't check it the night before. We get down there, and I go to start my motor, and click, 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 click. Yeah. Hardly even that. It, like, wouldn't turn over no. at all. First thing that went through our minds, like, okay, we'll pull the truck and see if we can, like, jump it. Yeah, we, we would have got started. I mean, yeah. for sure. We would have jumped it with the truck somehow. But we would have probably had to take it out. And yeah. yeah it would have pain, yes. Luckily, Chris had a little jump box. A little jump box. I've never, never actually, used it before. I bought it to charge my battery for my boat. For like my trolling motor, but it actually doesn't charge it. It's only for jumping vehicles. Mm. I'm like, this thing's stupid. The reason I brought it was because it had plug-ins to like charge our phone or something on it. Oh, we could use that too. Yeah, we so, had that on the boat. Yeah, so yeah. you can charge your phone. And you can do cigarette lighter. You can, that's the only reason I brought it. So and then get over that hurdle, and then yeah. we're heading out with the bat. Like batteries are dead, mm-hmm. and my motor died because we have, we were heading out and we hit a sandbar, <laughs> so my motor dies, and I'm like, oh great. Start right up. Yeah. So our navigation out of the <laughs> from the boat launch was dicey. already a challenge. It's dicey. Was it foggy that morning? Or was it not the second that morning? morning. Second, second morning. morning. So first morning wasn't that bad. No. I haven't done a ton of navigating at night, and I wasn't that comfortable <laughs> with the area. So like, no, we were. I was standing up with the spotlight. Had, yeah, we both had spotlights. And you gotta have the light over the bow of the boat. And we yeah. kind of had some stuff up we there. We had a, some white white no, stuff. No, we had a bow. dang mojo duck and yeah. the white wings on the <laughs> on the air lucky were like shining right at me. I'm like, move that dang mojo duck. Anyways, we uh, we make it out into the channel. We get on plane. We get down there. No more motor issues. No more running the sandbars. Right? No, yeah, nothing. I think we did that again. Past Chris. Yeah. Got to our spot. Way early. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, we were like, yeah, this is the spot. We, we, saw, we saw a duck mm-hmm. jump up. And we're like, okay, let's just go here because the duck's already in there. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Ducks are in there, so we're like, made a nice J-hook with our decoys. Had some goose blockers. Yeah, put some geese at the very end to, to block them as they go by. I haven't really... We read something about it. Read something about it. Tried it. Tried it out. Um, first time hunting out of the boat, and so we were setting up the blind. Throw decoys out. Get in some bushes with the boat, go to set up the blind, and Andrew, you had a jerk rig, mm-hmm. and what a jerk rig is, is it's got a, it's got like a weight or an anchor tied to some paracord, a bungee, and then some shock or a cord, a bungee, a bungee, and then to the paracord, and then there's decoys tied to that in a line, and you throw that out. Yes. Well, we we placed it out, and we came back, and then you have a, a string of decoys on a rope where you can pull it, and it creates motion in your decoys. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit of motion decoys helps out a lot sometimes. Yep. And we get that all set up, get the blind up. And I say to Chris, or Alex, I go, where are our decoys at? Like three times. He goes, they're over there. 
Dumbass. Like, like I was kind of <laughs> irritated with this question. I'm like, you threw them out. You know exactly where they're at. <laughs> and I go, and, and I, I, like, I just take it, I take it for granted. Like, okay, I'm being a dumbass. They're out there. And I turn around again. I said, I don't see them. Where are they? They're floating down the river. So I grab the well, spotlight, <laughs> and I'm like, huh. <laughs> well, these are brand new decoys you just bought. Yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta say that. Nice decoys. These are my brand, like, new, brand new nice decoys. And six mallards. Was it six of them? Yeah. Six, six mallards. Six, six nice big big body mallard decoys, and they're gone. <laughs> and all the geese are gone. Six geese are gone. And we're like, oh, no. So we And we spot them. And they're not so far away, and but we're all set up. But we're all set up. We're, we're like everything's good. We're forty. Like we're gonna be awesome. And, and Alex says, "You will go get him." I was like, "Yeah, I do." <laughs> so we motor over there. Spend the next half hour. Grab them, throw throw them out into like not as good a spot. And we also take the jerk rig because I couldn't. I like pulled it in really fast, and it got all tangled up. So we took the decoys off of there and threw them in the water as well so we didn't have we weren't set up as good as we were in the beginning i like i like think about it and everybody thinks about at the end of the hunt like oh that first setup probably would have been the best setup possible Mm -hmm. like they we shot limited Mm -hmm. ducks by eight (laughs) it would have been much better than the scramble and then we moved the boat location and should have left it where it was at probably well we threw the geese in one spot and I think they actually do work as blockers because geese. I feel like ducks were coming into us and they saw those geese and like turned. So we yeah, we had them in the wrong area. We we threw them out again. Yeah, and they floated it again. Yeah, and you have the Texas rig on these, right? Is that mm-hmm. why they float away? I, they're, they're not yeah. on the long string, like four foot of string. Yeah. yeah. What's a Texas Texas rig again? A Texas rig has a has a uh, uh, like I don't know, it's like a thirty ounce weight, like an egg on weight. a on a yeah. short string. So you can just pick up all your decoys kind of at once and then mm-hmm. carabine, take a carabiner and click them all together. And I got it. I never used it before because mm-hmm. I like to have my decoys on a long string because they're always anchored down. I won't be using that again. They say they're the tangle free. They slide on it like they have a little swivel. I won't be using it again. But we don't we hunt deeper areas. Yeah. yeah. I, think I think a lot of times, they, probably down there, they hunt yeah. flooded fields and stuff. Yeah. They are nice though. And they, they don't tangle up. There's nothing but... If you're in deeper water, though, it kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah you're hunting a lake. I won't be using them again. Our little honey holes, you don't really need that long of one. Because you're, you're walking out as far as you can. I'd rather, be, you can. I'd rather be prepared for any situation. I don't have to change yeah. my rig up for, like, one day. That's just the reason why you buy more decoys. Yeah. Come on, you need more decoys. <laughs> <laughs> so, decoys we, are expensive. needless to say, we <laughs> had kind of a rough start today. Yeah. Day. And then, but we're sitting there. We get it in time, yeah. before the lights up, and before we're, all the blasting starts. We're, yeah. we're good, and lights coming up. We're not. I mean, we finally see a duck coming in, and I was like, and, and Alex hadn't hunted in oh, Washington yeah. for ducks yet, and I he goes, oh, there's one coming in, and I was like, oh man, I'm such a good friend. <laughs> I'm just gonna let him take this one. He pops up and boom, boom, boom. He goes, why didn't you shoot? said, I wanted to let you have it. And that duck with his left. Yeah, that's <laughs> bad mojo for the rest of the day. Uh, that happened to you yeah, guys That's too, right? my brother. I said, the duck gods were testing him. My brother doesn't hunt that much. I said, I'll let you have the first one. Came right in the set. I'm like, okay, this duck god's testing you. If you shoot this, they'll help you the rest of the day. If not, you're out of luck. And we were out of luck the rest of the day. That's what happened. So a combination of issues and, and bad shooting, we could have put more ducks down. <laughs> yep. I think way. the duck gods were saying don't wear orange gloves. Yeah, my brother. Yeah, I need to tell him that next time. <laughs> yeah, everyone's camoed up to a T, face paint. And well, he's and camoed up too. Everything camo or duck, and we have bright orange neon gloves. I'm like, Rand, what are you wearing? Gloves on. <laughs> I'm pretty I sure that didn't make a difference. But I'm like, Rand, what are you wearing? That's why they're flaring. I your gloves. Oh, I said to Alex on our way out, I said, I think I should give him some gloves. I know. <laughs> Seriously, nah. why not? It didn't make a difference. Oh, man. So after our, our morning set, we actually, oh, we saw some cool things. That we, did, morning, we did, we did, we did. So we're sitting there and there's these, we had some ducks fly in. We had some just buzz us. Mm-hmm. And we figured we were covered really well because we had two groups of three that just buzzed us. So we were sitting there and duck hunting bad for sitting there getting bored and not being ready. <laughs> and we had two groups that buzzed us that we definitely Or just we weren't shot. looking in the right 
like section. I mean, because I'm look, looking one way, you're looking the other way, and they came from there. They the ripped right down the middle. <laughs> Did they fly right on the top of your back? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you yeah over. didn't flinch, didn't do nothing. Um, well, we kind of saw them go down behind us, so mm-hmm. we knew where we, they were kind of heading. So we ended up checking that place uh, out a little later. But we saw. Did, did we see trumpeter swans that morning? Was that the following morning? Yeah, we did. We saw some big old trumpeter swans, which were cool. And then I thought I saw about five geese big swimming. Geese. Yeah, these big, long, four-foot-long geese. I'm like, <laughs> what are those animals? And they were on the water, and they are cruising across. And I, I had my binoculars, and so I look. And they were probably a quarter mile away. Yeah. They were a little ways away. So the naked eye, you couldn't tell where they were. They were mule deer so they were swimming across the lake. Yeah. That's Which cool. was cool. I've never seen that. Yeah, I've never yeah. seen that. I've found dead deer in ice and stuff before, but mm-hmm. I've never really seen them swimming across. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and so then we, uh, after seeing those, it was kind of getting slow. Ducks weren't really flying. The shooting kind of stopped. So we said, well, let's go scout for tomorrow. This was like noon. Ten thirty, eleven. Ten thirty, eleven. That's when we, we, we gave it. We were getting antsy. We were like, yeah. "Oh, let's let's try to find the best spot possible mm-hmm. for tomorrow." First time down there, let's do some scouting. So we we take off and we had to kind of go through some shallow channels and shake the boat, shake the boat to get through, and maybe put a couple of dings in the prop, P- polish the prop up, polish the, the prop up a little bit. I need nice. to do some work to the prop now. I hit something and there's a nice little ding in it, but Gosh, hey, it's yeah. it's no a way. duck boat, so it'll be all right. Yeah, I figure if I mess that lower unit up, it gives me an excuse to buy a jet motor. Mm-hmm. Or put some kind of mud buddy on there. I don't think you want the jet in that way you're hunting. You'd suck all the, suck everything up. I don't, I think running, you'd be good. Running, you'd be good, but once you get in the weeds and you try to like lure through it, and you yeah, suck it all up. Anyways, mud buddy. We head back and we start jumping ducks back in this. We were doing tour. every hunter there a huge. Oh favorite. man, we probably kicked up over 500 birds. Just, and. We can't shoot them. We're in a motor boat. Yeah, you can't be shooting when you're moving. Under power. Under power. Um, so we had our spot picked out mm-hmm. for the next day. And we found beavers back there. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> there's there's these sand. All these ponds are, you know, they're in these uh, sand dunes. Mm-hmm. And so there's all these animal tracks, all these sand dunes. And there's a track with <clears throat> paws on either side walking down to the water. And in between the paws... There's a drag mark, like it's an animal's dragging its belly on the ground. I was like, and Andrew's probably you've been to Florida. And yeah. He's like, there's alligators in here. <laughs> there's no damn alligators. It's got to be a beaver. And then we're looking around. And it's kind of desert. We're like, there's no way beavers live there. Yeah. Sure enough, we go around a couple more corners. There's a big old beaver lodge. A couple mm-hmm. of them. And then you saw two beavers. You saw mm-hmm. one in the water, and then we saw one that was just chilling on the shore. Nice big, nice big beaver. Just big old beaver sitting there. Good trapping. Too bad we can't trap around here. Mm-hmm. Can't trap beavers. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, that kind of ended up our morning hunt. Yeah. Headed back. We had a good time though. I mean, I I felt like like when I was I was kind of like hooked on the area after that. I was oh like, yeah. Okay, There's a lot it. of room to explore, so that was fun. We we made it back. Um, and then what did we do that afternoon? We we ended up doing a hunt that afternoon. Well, we came back and just BS'd for, for forty five. Oh, with your hour. dad and Raymond and. Figure out what we're we doing. We ate some bur- we ate burgers. I don't know. What did we eat? Duck. We made some lamb. No, no, we ate pork. We pork. cooked the ducks. We cooked and some the, pork. We cooked the ducks. Yeah, we, we, we cooked the day. two, two, three ducks that we got. And we shot. Yeah, we we had one. And we had one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we yeah. cooked the two ducks. <laughs> Pretty quick. Cooked the hearts and the breasts. Yeah. Hearts, breasts. Did you do the liver? Did you keep the liver? No, they went into the trash. Oh. I guess kind of wasteful on those ducks, but whatever. Yeah. We ate them. Yeah. They didn't taste that good. We ate them. <laughs> yeah. One of them was like a fish duck, and the other one was yeah. a teal. The teal tasted way better than the fish yeah, duck. Yeah, not a lot of meat. Um, did an evening hunt. Sat right below the camp. Yep. Um, we didn't really want to go very far. We had... Uh, well, Raymond turned 27. 27? And so yeah. we got invited to go to dinner with them, but we sat yeah. that night um did an evening hunt nope. i took a nice little nap yeah you took a cat nap <laughs> me and uh, chris had a good bullshit session yeah good bullshit session for a while yeah we had lost uh, a head to one of my decoys yeah well that's right you told me to throw it out and i threw it i told you before you did it, i said watch out that head comes off i'm a professional grenade thrower <laughs> and uh the head flew off. i wasn't too worried about it in the end 
I always need a new excuse to buy new decoys. That's true. <laughs> um, bailed out of there, made a game plan for the next day, went to a, a nice dinner in, in town with Chris's family. Exhausted. Oh, just exhausted. It was nice to go inside by the fireplace, a little warmth, though. Yeah, was, I was kind of getting tired of being cold. That was nice, yeah. Get back to camp, crash. Crash oh, out. Hard. Hard. I slept in your truck before you got there. Yeah, <laughs> I had to like turn music on so I could stay awake, and Andrew's like already sleeping. I'm like, you son of a... I fell asleep with a chew in. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll call and put you right to sleep, huh? I was done. Yep. And um, 4 o'clock came super quick. Yep. Got up. Well, hit the... we didn't quite get up very quick. The yeah. alarms went off at 4, and I turned mine off, hoping... That theirs wouldn't go off. <laughs> Andrew was not as excited as we were to go. Mine went off at four. I was up and I was like, eh. Like, I'm, I'm not going as far as you guys. So I'll yeah. just wait. And then you guys, Alex's alarm was going off for like 20 minutes. I just, it's really quiet. I don't know how you wake up to an alarm. It's a really quiet alarm. Like, it doesn't I'm really, alert. it doesn't really get you. Yeah. No, I don't it's like to be quiet. W- woken up abruptly. Um, <laughs> anyways, we get our asses up. Frost is on everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like the blinds it 12 degrees. Perfectly frosted. It was 12. Yeah. <laughs> inside of our tent was frost from us breathing. I think it was just like our inside was frost. Oh, yeah. Cold. We had like icicles inside the tent. That was the worst of getting out of the tent. That's the worst. Part. I had, I, the, I, was, I was at least smart that you were. Day. I'm gonna remember I brought that. all my hunting clothes and like waders and stuff in my tent because yeah, as soon idea. as you open that tent, it's just like, whoo, whoo, it's brisk, <laughs> baby. Yeah. As, soon, as soon as you get out of your sleep bag, you're like, come on. Yeah, so I brought it all just to kind of keep it warm because the night before it was all in the truck and putting those cold waders oh, on. Oh, yeah, that sucks. Really shrinks you up. <laughs> yeah, it's a little cold. Yeah. Um. So we hit the water. We our boat's already launched. We just left it in the water. Yeah. Chris, you had to launch. Yeah, we passed launch you on the it. way out. Um, <laughs> we have our spot that we're gonna go that we found the duck mecca. we even tracked it so we had like we tracked we knew exactly, exactly what there. channels to go and what we we're gonna do pull the phones out put onyx on tracking it down there i had 40 percent when we left that morning and i know it was a little low we should have had 100 percent, but i had 40 percent, and i took my phone out and i set it just kind of held it but it was so cold that within 20 minutes of running i had zero battery and it died so i'm like andrew Give me your phone. I need the navigation. He's like, my phone's already dead. So now we're blind. Yeah, he says, he goes, you mean I'm going to be driving blind? <laughs> so what I like to tell people is that our, our nighttime navigational system broke down. Yeah. And we had no, we had no night vision nope. and navigation. Just a spotlight. So we just, just a spotlight. We just tried to guess. So we couldn't even get back to the spot that we found the first day. Mm-mm. We just guessed. And we made it into some slough next to some other guys that were... Well, that's the thing. We got in there, and we were there. We didn't pass them on the way in. I heard them setting up in the morning, and they were like, oh, expletive. There's people here. And then they just stayed. It pissed me off a little bit. Yeah, it, it, there was a lot of hunters. There was a lot of shooting. So we stayed. We shot a duck. We <clears throat> didn't really get any other opportunities in that. So we left. And we went and in the daytime we were really close to find that spot yeah, we were we ran really down close. and we did one turn in to find it and then we said well if we're gonna make the mistake let's make it further upstream because that's where the most of the gunshots were coming from yesterday so we made the mistake went and set up and then we left after we could see and set up a second time and that second time we set up we jumped more ducks than we jumped Ooh. the first day in the same exact spot we were going to set up in hmm. and so we're kind of kicking ourselves set up and the place that we set up was real nice. We had to go, we had to break some ice to get in there. Just quite, real thin quite layer of ice. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So we knew no one was back in there, which was cool. Um, the blind, uh, or we, we get set up. We had a nice layout. We had a duck right away come in, blasted that one. And then the, the coolest duck of the weekend came by like an hour or two later. But it was a you know bluebird day out, super bright. And... There was four or five ducks flying, mm-hmm. and we just we didn't make any noise because we figured these ducks have been called out all weekend, all week. It's just like put a pressure spot. down pretty much. Kind of quit calling. This duck peels away from its group and just, I mean, beelines. Doesn't even flap its wings. Just cups them up from however far it was away. Almost. It was a ways up there. It cupped and just the whole way down uh, until it basically almost touched the water. And I got up, blasted once, 
blasted twice. And on the, my third shot, Andrew's first shot, we toasted that thing. Yeah, it, 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 it fell off. <laughs> I had a little rough shooting weekend. But yeah, I, said, I, said, I said, I got that one. He goes, I, I think I did too, which I confirmed when we got home. In the in the bird, I found I found multiple kinds of DVs, so we both we both, both got it. it. Yeah. Um, and then we just kind of sat for another couple hours. Mm-hmm. Um, our phones were dead. Dead. So you we didn't know what time it was. Yeah. That's a, we just guessed. It was next thing on nice. the checklist. Take a watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got a watch. Chris is shaking his watch over yep. here. Oh, he's got the watch. Yep. Um. So our hunt was still good. We get we figured out more of the area. Yep. Um, I'm excited to go back now. Yeah, I'm hooked. I I I would like to go back again and try to do better. I like the yep. way you hunted yep. the second day. Me too. Yeah. Talk about that. That was fun. We went up the channel like we did the first day when we scouted. Went up there. We didn't pass any hunters. We're like, oh sweet, there's gonna be no one up there. We set up in our spot, threw the decoys out in this little cove, and we had put my uh, my green wing tail decoys in the current a little bit, and they were swimming back and forth. Oh, cool. I'm like, oh man, that's like the ticket. They're swimming, zigzagging back and forth, and then and they were fine on the short, short anchor. Well, ones. those ones have longer strings on. Oh, but the longer anchor ones, I could walk all the way out to it, so they would have been fine. But anyways, the uh, we had ducks flying at first light, and then they kind of spooked. But we had water ducks that swam up to us, and my brother hasn't shot a duck yet, so we're like, okay, like I'm not gonna shoot that. If you want to shoot, you can shoot it. Well, we shot it. And it's, the, it's kind of slowly floating in the current. I'm like, okay, go get Mason. Well, she kind of got confused. So I had to walk out. I started walking down the shoreline. It's floating farther and farther away. Walking down the shoreline. It's 15 degrees out. And I step. And I think I stepped in like a beaver hole or something. And I'm swimming up to my up to my chest in the water. Over the waders. Yeah, over the waders. Like, everything's wet. I'm like, get myself. My, and, Ooh, and I'm still walking to get it over the stupid little fish duck. Were you carrying a shotgun? I was carrying my shotgun. It got submerged in the water. I, we got the duck. I was pissed on the way back. By I got by the time I got back, my my jacket was rock solid, like my flannel was. My shotgun was frozen. My duck calls were frozen. I was like, I'm we're never shooting another water duck. It's like it's like a little like the little fish duck, like a little I'm like this is stupid. McGanzer. Or? I was pissed. I'm like, Rain, we're not doing that again. <laughs> so then we have the little, little Why hand. Why make him go get it? He's wearing waders. I don't know. That's stupid. Because I'm a good person. I'm a good little guy here. Anyways, but my boss gave me this little hand warmer. little Coleman hand warmer. That was a ticket. Because when I got back, I warmed my hands up. I warmed all my decoys, or my duck calls, everything unthawed. And then we shot one more Mallard. It was passing by. I shot it. Or Mallard Drake. And then it was about 9 o'clock. And nothing was flying. No one was shooting. And we're like, well, let's just kind of pick everything up. And we just kind of floated. We With picked, the current. We picked the motor up. So we didn't want to... I don't know. We weren't going to run it, but we might as well just pick it up. We put the blind down, and we just flowed with the current downstream. Yeah, so this is why you brought the motor up, is you're not allowed to shoot a bird under uh, any power. Yeah. Any power, yeah. So no, you, you can't mechanical, mechanical, manpower. mechanical power, I guess. Yeah, no. yeah. artificial power, whatever you want to call yeah. it. So it has like, to be man-propelled, yeah. so, so whether it's a paddle, you're pushing yeah. it, whatever it is. Yeah. So basically, you have to stop motion completely. Yeah. So you can't go turn your motor off and be coasting. Yeah. You have to stop it completely. And then continue motion. Mm-hmm. So that's why you brought the motor. So there's yeah. no question. There's no you're not I don't want any question. Motor. Yeah. So then we were floating and we, well, when I went to go get the, the so fish at this duck, point, you're just drifting. Yeah, we're just drifting the river. Yeah. And earlier when I got that fish duck, I jumped mallards. I were in the bushes, like on the sides of me, like they were too far from me to shoot. But if we were in the boat floating, we probably would have got them. And so we floated. We came around second corner. I think we, uh, we shot a green wing teal. I think it was maybe injured because it, I don't know if we scared it, but it wasn't, it didn't fly away. It was kind of like running on the water like a coop does kind of. So my brother shot it. And then we, the rest of the time we didn't ever, we didn't shoot anything else, but it was actually really cool just to float it yeah. with the current. I've been wanting to do that out of the drift boat it was for a really long fun. time. It was, it was really fun. I think if we do that again, I might bring my kayak and launch like farther up because mm-hmm. the lake feeds the, the area we were at. There was a dam there and you can just drop the kayak in and just float all the way down. And yeah. I think that'd be cool. So option. Yeah, we shot two ducks that day. That was a little group, uh, Mallard Drake with uh, had three curls. On the did. Butt. That was cool. That was pretty cool. Two definite curls. One. Yeah, one questionable. I'm calling it a curl though. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was an older Mallard. It was. It was, it was a it, cool. It wasn't this year's Mallard. That's for no. sure. I was looking for jewelry, but it, 
I've never shot I think, one with I think a band. We, I think we all were. Yep. I, I think we all were. I've never shot one with a band before. I never have. I have. Alex is the only one over there. You guys need to join the club. I know. Yeah, I know. One we of these even, days. We, we even talked that when we toasted that mallard. I yep. said, what, are we going to rock, paper, scissors for <laughs> the, the band? And he said, nah, you can have it. <clears throat> but if we, I, I'm sure if we would have picked it up, he would have said, okay, rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Let's have a wrestling match or I something. Know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. I don't think these flyways get that. They get a lot of bands. But it's more like Kennewick and Tri-Cities that get a lot of bands. You can track them. Yeah, I think that would be fun to go down. Yeah, Tri Cities gets a lot of bands for some reason. I don't know why. I think we should start putting in for that McNary thing. You, you got to put in for to be able to hunt there. I think or good. sign up for it somehow. Yeah. To get there's places where you can just walk in open, but yeah, they're open. Yeah. yeah so the, like the place we went, there was a lot of hunters, but you could get away from people. Yeah. I liked what you called it. You called it uh, bat- battlefield duck hunting. Yeah. Oh man, it was like daylight. It was just like. Yep. Fireworks are going off, man. Yep. Crazy. There was a lot of ducks, just, yeah. It's it, kind of hard to, if you didn't grow up there and hunted a lot, it's kind of hard to navigate in the dark and then I find had a spot. Every one I talked to was real nice. I, oh, yeah. I, I kind of had some worries about it because you talk to people that go down there like, oh, yeah, we saw people fighting over spots and yeah. yelling at each other. And that's not, everyone was really courteous, yeah. want to know how you're doing, yeah. told you how they did. And everyone's down there for the same reason. I mean, yeah. You're out there to go duck hunting and shoot ducks, but you're also out there to like have, have fun. fun and enjoy the sport. And you you're in a spot that has a ton of people, and you know it. Yeah. So don't be a jerk about it. And that I, I found it was a, it was a pretty fun mm-hmm. hunt and a, and, a, and a good social environment too. I mean, mm-hmm. I couldn't even get from the boat up to my truck without talking to three people. Yeah, <laughs> I was waiting to have <laughs> it back waiting the truck for like a half hour. Like, Come on now, <laughs> <laughs> just sitting there hanging out. And he's talking to every old boy that comes up. He gets out, and then just like a truck pulls up, he talks to them for five minutes, and then he another person comes up, talks to him, and he slowly he's taking off his his uh, his bibs, and he's talking, and I'm just sitting there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was glad that another boat didn't show up to put in, but yeah, it didn't really matter. Yeah, but it was it was it was a blast. I I mm-hmm. I would want to go there and like yeah. be one of the people that are shooting yeah yeah come back with a limit yeah i want to be more drive i want to be one of those guys yeah it reminded me of um like salmon fishing on the columbia or still mm-hmm. fishing yeah uh, on the clear water when you show up to the boat launch and there's just like a ton of people launching mm-hmm. it's a little intimidating at first but you get to talk to people and everyone's mm-hmm. out there doing the same thing you are they want to know what's going on and so if you if you like that atmosphere it's a good place to go down um, and not be worried about it. If you don't like to be around people, don't go down there. <laughs> there's, there's, a lot no, of there's a lot of and hike into your duck hunting spots because there's not as many people. Put the miles on. Yeah, put the miles true. on. If you want to hunt alone, put the miles on. Yep. Don't be afraid to pack in or have prior property. 60, 80 pounds oh, yeah. a year. But get get some permission on prior property. Or prior property. Probably the best way to do it. There would be the best. But yeah. I don't know. But um, I have a good time packing. Speaking of steelhead hunting. Or steelhead fishing. Um, I wanted to bring up uh, an article that I read today, um, or is more of a response to what's going on, on for the steelhead fishery in Idaho, and this includes the Clearwater and the Snake River. Um, basically, what's happening is that they're closing down steelhead fishing um, December seventh at midnight. So, you, and they don't really know when they're going to open it back up. They have high hopes of opening it up, but what happened? From my understanding of the article, and you guys read it both, so if I mess up here, mm-hmm. uh, correct me, because I, I just read it today, and I'm, I'm not an expert on what's going on, or really know much about outside of what I read, but they're closing it down because um, Idaho issued their renewal papers in 2010 to get a permit for the state to hold a fishing season in waters that contain um, an endangered species. And what is, is the endangered species? The endangered species is a steelhead. Okay. Is the is the uh, is the, is the non-fishery? And this is the steelhead. wild steelhead. So the hatchery fish don't count. Nope. That, that, I mean, so you can keep hatchery fish because they're they're not considered endangered species. It's not part of the wild mm-hmm. count. All right. So what they're worried about is the the accidental catch of a wild steelhead. Mm-hmm. And I don't know much about the permit that Idaho had to have. But they, they 
got their first permit in like 1993 to be able to fish these waters with the endangered species in there. And it was good up until 2010 when they had to renew it. Well, they submitted it to NOAA and that expired in 2010 and they, they haven't, NOAA hasn't renewed it yet. And NOAA is a federally ran um, department of, you know, the federal government. Mm -hmm. And so what does what NOAA stand for? It's the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Right. So they have to basically approve this. Yep. Um, it was going, it was out in the open this whole time because Idaho hasn't stopped their, their season until this year. Yeah. It was out in the open with Noah saying, hey, we're going to keep operating under the fact, or under the same kind of uh, rules that we have been. It's up to you guys to, you know, uh, renew this for us. We've submitted all our paperwork in a timely fashion and allowed you to... to it was like it. eight years or something like this. 2010. It's yeah. 2018 now. So it's been sitting. And what is brought to light is these conservation uh, groups that have threatened to sue the state of Idaho and basically close it down they wanted to come to an agreement um but the agreement that they they wanted um would require that the state made the clearwater boatless barbless single point barb hooks and illegal to take fish out of the water so it's all catch and release fly fishing basically and the state said no, we're not going to do that. We don't agree to it because they're just, they're really wanting the the permit to go through and just mm -hmm. get back to normal. Um, the, the conservation group said, well, this wouldn't really have came to light if they would have done things legally and, and had it done. So there's a lot of finger pointing. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of the anglers and people are mad at the conservationists for bringing it up. The state's not happy with NOAA, and I don't know if NOAA really has a uh, an opinion about what's going on. Mm -hmm. They have bigger fish to fry apparently is mm -hmm. what's going on um so if you if you want basically to to email you can email Noah and kind of say hey you know please get this done in a timely fashion because there are some ramifications for not getting this done and, and it has to do with the economy down mm -hmm. on these rivers and i read that there's um an estimated 30 million dollars in revenue that will be lost, be lost in those communities yeah. and some of those communities that's, yeah, that's what they rely yeah. on. Um, so if, if you do want to email in, uh, you basically, the, it's a long email address. And we'll probably post it on the website and, and maybe post it on Instagram. But it's Idaho Steelhead Fisheries Plan.wcr at noaa.gov. And I, I emailed them today just to say, hey, let's get this thing moving. Um, and I actually was forwarded this uh, pre-written email that says that same thing. It just says, hey, you know, please finish this in a timely manner. Let's get this thing moving. And um, I mean, it's still being, going to be fished the same. It just, it's not going to be, a, like, detrimental to the, to the species, right? Right. And some of the fish that are gathered for, um, or harvests that are gathered uh, are used for spawning. And it's done through fishing only so some of these fish aren't gonna so they're still gonna allow fishing and I, there's a way that you can potentially sign up for that program hmm. um and i'm not sure how that works and hopefully it's opened up before they have to do any of that stuff um you guys have any thoughts on on that topic and what's going on uh, i know i kind of spoke <clears throat> and covered no. most of everything that i know about it well my thoughts are why did they have to go this long you know, 10 That's years true. for this to be brought up. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I, I get the conservation groups, what they're trying to do. Cause I, I, I read some of the names in there. They're like fly fishing groups. Why wouldn't they want only fly, fly fishermen <laughs> on there? Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of a weird, mm -hmm. it was kind of a weird attack on the current industry that's down there. And it's kind of seems like a selfish way to get fly fishing only on the clear. Water. Yeah. It, that's what it I mean. That's what I was reading. Pretty much. Yeah. And I, I don't really agree with that. I mean, there's plenty. I mean, I, I don't feel like an elitist because I fly fish. I think that gear fishing is fine too. Mm -hmm. I think that it just, I think it needs to be, you know, if, 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 you know, uh, everybody that fishes that, that fishery did send something, it might help push it through. But I'm guessing the articles that have been written and 
you know, everything that's been done already will probably resolve it. But if you can, if you can do something about it, mm-hmm. like personally, might as well try like you did. Today. That's, yep. I mean, that's the one thing that, that, that I, I got an email about it saying, mm-hmm. Hey, this, this could help. So I did it. And, and I didn't do it blindly. So I read through this stuff. Um, and this is one of the, the percentages that they think um, can affect the mortality rate of a, of a caught um, wild steelhead. So it says, uh, how, Idaho sport fisheries result in the unintentional um, mortality of about 3% of the wild steelhead entering Idaho. So That's the, nothing. Yeah, so 3%. Of the fish could potentially be caught and and die, die you because of a because they're exhausted because of an angler yeah <clears throat> so the conservation groups it seems like are just kind of using this hiccup this mess up in paperwork to get in there and try to push their own agenda no, that's how I, I totally it. agree yeah um, yeah take an interest in your own waters and try and do something about it I guess mm-hmm. yeah. It's it's a pretty big topic. Even you know it was in the Spokane paper, um, and there's a. Do you know what the what that paper is called? The Spokane. The Spokane, Spokane, Spokane Review. Spokane, Spokane Review. Review. And there's a real long article, and you can read the um, Department of Fish and Game's response. If you just Google "letter to Steelhead Anglers from F and G Director Virgil Moore," it'll come right up, and you can read his response about it. Hmm. But yeah, so that's that topic. It's an interesting thing that I yep. mean, will probably be resolved at some point, but it's going to stop a lot of things in the meantime. Yeah, it's just kind of disappointing because we were we were talking about um, yep. possibly going on to do this it. It's it's only closed in Idaho. Yeah, and so yeah. from what I understand, if you're a Oregon or Washington license holder, you can you can fish the Snake River yep. uh, from a boat, yep. and you can, but you can't be on the shore of the Idaho state, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's closed. So you can fish from a boat and you can also, um, you know, fish in the confluence, but you cannot come into the Clearwater mm-hmm. region. So that's the, that's the only thing that changes for you. Um, but it th- doesn't change anything for a Washington nope. uh, license holder. Um, and probably that's probably what a lot of, um, steelhead guys are going to be doing is getting Washington and Oregon license so yep. they can fish that. But with guys without boat, you know, SOL. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a lot of it on like especially the Oregon border on uh, the Snake River. Because we we talked a little bit about doing still hit. Oh yeah, I keep calling it hunt, but uh, fishing. I think we will still. Yeah. We get a wall tent. We'll be we'll be happy. Yeah, one of us just buy a trailer. Keep all warm. Keep the dogs in the trucks. It'll be phenomenal. Just need to get a better job. <laughs> yeah. You need to have a baby. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Alex needs to buy a house. <laughs> a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Speaking of a lot of stuff, we have Thanksgiving coming up. Yeah. Yep. A couple days. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yep. What are your guys' plans? Spend some time with uh, with uh, girlfriend's family. And then I think Friday, going to do a hunt with Chris. I don't know what we're doing. Are we going Friday? I'm going Thursday morning. Thanksgiving morning. Thursday morning. I might be able to go with you, but I might not. I'll have to get back to you. Um, but I think I think we should do what we did last year, and I think we should do some pheasant hunting. Yeah, I think. Get the dogs out, get them running, get that old tryptophan out of the system. Go back escape to our the, little, Escape the crowds that... Go back uh, to our hunt by rent permission. Yeah. Escape the crowds that are out in the... Uh, take advantage that there's not going to be as many people out there. That's why I'm going Thanksgiving where I did last year, too. It's a new tradition. I'm going to go every Thanksgiving morning. Yeah. There you go. Go I, I used to try to do that when I was younger. And then uh, <clears throat> I'd, I'd start getting ready. And I'd hear my mom coming down the stairs. And she'd be like, what are you doing? I'm going to go hunting. No. She's <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not living with well, mom. You live right there where you can. Yeah, yeah, I'd go down there and shoot ducks. It'd be it's a good spot. Pretty lucky to have that. Yeah, that's cool. But. Not going to my mom and dad's house this year, so I'll be. I think I'll be hunt, helping with the cooking, being with the family. There you go. Yeah, Brian and I are heading down to um, Oklahoma, a little town of Collinsville, just north Tulsa. You doing any hunting? I'm gonna go squirrel hunting. I'm trying to knock some more squirrels on. And I don't think we've talked about it, but I did a little squirrel hunting two weekends ago yeah. in Omaha. Um, 
I was supposed to go with Brendan and Daniel from the last podcast, but we ended up just going fishing. And then I went squirrel hunting with Bri the next day. And we walked into this spot that was a uh, shotgun only, um, archery only hunting area. Um, went in there and there was a ton of tree stands all over the place. And the archer hunting must have just got over because there was like several oh, remains from, you know, where people had um, filled, dressed their <coughs> their animals. Um, probably about four different spots where you saw where they, someone had harvested an animal. Hmm. So we did this pretty big walk and didn't see a dang squirrel the whole time until we walked almost back to the car. And out of the corner of my eye, I see something jump off the ground into the bushes. And I, I was thinking that my eye wouldn't recognize what a squirrel was in, in this forest. It was just like super brushy. I'm like, I probably just like, I'm just not seeing. Like when you're grouse hunting, it takes you that first grouse to see that mm-hmm. outline of the grouse. And then you're like, I got that outline. I know what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Well, this thing jumped off the ground. And right away, I'm like, okay, I know that's a squirrel. Like 100%. And there were some other birds around where I was at. And and Brian didn't really see it. She goes, "That's it wasn't a squirrel." And so I'm like, "That definitely 100% was a squirrel." <laughs> I go crawling through these bushes and I come up the other side, and the squirrel's looking right at me. And all I have is my 12 gauge, and it's probably 10 yards, no, 10 feet. I should say 10 feet. Oh. 10 feet. It's close. Hmm. Real close. Close quarters. So squirrel. I'm like, "Oh man, this thing's real close." So I I aim as high as I can, and I shoot, and it just falls out of the tree. And I'm a little worried about what it's going to look like. Pick it up, and I just grazed top of its head and killed it instantly. Nice. And it wasn't all mangled like you would think with a 12-gauge. So it was, it was really good to do that in front of my wife. She mm-hmm. doesn't really hunt. And so I was kind of worried about the 12-gauge. Tossing up a mm-hmm. squirrel. Did that, cleaned it, watched a couple of YouTubes on how to clean a squirrel. Pretty easy. The skin just kind of comes off. Yeah, it just peels right off. Kind of saved good. the tail for... Um, Saved it for fly, time fly tire. Some March Browns. Oh, there you go. I like to use the squirrel tail for the March Brown tail. So I'll use that for nice. that. And then I'm going to go down this weekend uh, for Thanksgiving and try to shoot a couple more. There you go. So I'm going to do like a squirrel. i got to look up a good squirrel recipe. Well, squirrel soup. Squirrel Steve. I've heard, I mean, you know, squirrels around here. I don't even think you can. I don't think I don't think there's a season. I think you can what only... I sh- what I shot and what they hunt over there is um, gray squirrels and I shot a fox squirrel. Oh, you got a big one. Now, this... Fox squirrels are the biggest. Oh yeah, this is a toad. All the big squirrels around here live in like my attic. <laughs> yeah, they're in town. Nice and fat ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or in the in the woods, you get the pine squirrels. I bet they don't. I bet they taste like pine needles, like gin. Yeah. But that sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a good time. So that's a lot to be thankful for, and I think we're gonna try to maybe try to do a podcast um, from down there. Nice. Yeah. 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 We'll try. We're gonna try our first uh, phone podcast mm-hmm. or, or Skype podcast, however we do it. But it'll be a new, new, new format. Expanding. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. New format. It's kind of fun that you know, even though we work, you know, we have. We have forty-hour jobs. We're still traveling around, which is kind of cool. We're gonna try out new spots yeah. across the states. Yeah, looking at our Instagram, I think people kind of wonder how the heck are they getting? They're getting shots in Spokane and getting shots in Omaha, all yeah. over. And uh, you had a buddy that sent yeah. one in from um, South, Dakota. South Dakota. So it looks like we're getting around quite a bit, and we are. We are, mm-hmm. we are, uh, we are. putting the miles on and. So, well, speaking of Instagram, if you haven't followed, which you probably found out about the podcast through that, but Blindcast One, and if you want to listen, we're on a bunch of new platforms. We're on Anchor, we're on uh, iTunes, Google Podcast, uh, Spotify, Breaker. What else? We're on, we're on uh, Castbox, Overcast. We're on one called PCA.st. I'm not sure what that is, and then Radio Public and Stitcher. So a lot of platforms out there. Give us a like and subscribe. Yeah, give us a like and give subscribe. It, click the like button. And and, and uh, let us if know you, if you like it. Comment too. Well, yeah, get up. Tell us what you want. Message us to talk on, about. Uh, or do on, what, what what kind of hunts you want to hear about? Yeah, yeah. And we're also on Facebook at Northwest Blindcast. Like the full. If you type in Northwest Blindcast full name, you'll find us. Um, but yeah, message us on that. And and uh, until then. 
you know, we'll uh, keep doing what we're doing. Yep. We'll keep you updated. <clears throat> we're going to have a few more uh, guests. Um, we got a lot of hunting left this year and beginning of next year. Chris has got some... He's going to have a new baby beginning new next baby. year. Yes, we're going to get some... Uh, before the baby comes, though, we're going to get some uh, ice fishing in. Yep. Yeah. A little ice fishing. Yep. Sounds good. <clears throat> well, thanks for joining us, and we'll catch you from another cast from the blind. Well, I hope you enjoyed another episode of Blindcast. If you haven't already, you can follow us on Instagram at Blindcast1. Again, that's Blindcast1 on Instagram. Thanks for listening, and hope you tune in next time for another cast from the blind.